Welcome to episode 38 of the Beacons of Bravery podcast. It's so good to be back with y'all after a very long hiatus, which I do apologize for. And I have to admit, I kind of let life get in the way of me publishing, let the momentum slow down, just like in Newton's law of motion or inertia, an object at rest stays at rest, an object at motion in motion stays in motion. And I was apparently at rest. Um not for lack of wanting to publish, just some stuff going on. And I try to be honest with y'all, and so I'm just going to give you an update of some things that have been happening in my and our family's life since I last talked to y'all. My daughter graduated from high school in June, and she had her senior year committed to play softball for a college. Now, she's been playing softball since she was four years old, pretty much year-round, including travel ball. We were all over the country. And she, when it comes down to it, felt that that chapter in her life, she was ready to be done with. And so after a lot of soul-searching and scrambling this summer, she decided to stay local at a college here and take her prerequisites. And so we're happy with that decision. Also, have a son who is a sophomore in high school, and he's at that age when we are doing driver's ed, getting driver's permits, doing driving on the road. It's all sorts of stuff. So it's it's a good kind of thing to have happen. But, I mean, parenting is not for the weak of heart. You know, it, some things get easier as your kids get older, but the big things get bigger. So, I mean... Yeah, when they're little, you're running around chasing them, but then when they're older, it's like, okay, they have relationships, they have heartbreaks, they have decisions. So anyway, it's been fulfilling, and I know a lot of you can relate, and I know parenting doesn't ever stop. Um, I'm 50 years old this year, and my parents know that I still call them for support and cry on their shoulder at times, so it's just been a fun time but also challenging. But enough about me, this episode is for you. And I've been thinking about it, researching it for a long time, and I really think it'll be a benefit to you if you're somebody who is currently not just killing it in all areas of your life. So whether that be in relationships, in business, in your physical health, your mental health, in finances, or whatever your dream might be that you wanna fulfill. So if that's you, please stay tuned. If you are killing it in all areas of your life, I want to hear from you because I want you to be a guest on this show and tell us how you are doing it. So please stay tuned. If you're somebody who's feeling a little stuck in your life, I know there'll be at least one takeaway, hopefully many, that can help you move forward in your life and achieve your dreams. And P.S., if you stay tuned to the very end of this episode, you'll hear me sing a little snippet of a song, and I am not a singer, so very embarrassing, but I thought it was appropriate. Enjoy the laugh. You're welcome. Welcome to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Norman, former perfectionist, people pleaser, and rule follower, who woke up one day and realized I'd been living somebody else's dream because of my fear of stepping outside the lines. That's why I started this podcast, to interview authors, entrepreneurs, and everyday people 
who learn to overcome their fears and obstacles in order to live the life of their dreams, to shine the light on how we can live the life of our dreams. The tragedy of life is not that it ends too soon, but that we wait so long to begin it. W.M. Lewis We as humans deal with fears of all kinds and for many reasons. So that could be the fear of failure, which we'll have a podcast on in the future. Fear of public speaking, fear of heights, fear of death. But today we're going to talk about a lesser known fear, and that's the fear of success. What, you might say? Here in America, being successful is the American dream. Who wouldn't want to be successful? But a lot of us have fears of success, and for a lot of reasons. As we talk about success in this episode, this can be any area of success, certainly not just financial. So that could be success in relationships, in your health, wealth, your well-being, your creative endeavors, any area that you desire to achieve more than you're currently achieving in life. No matter what society or country you're from, there's a reason why success might seem threatening to us as individuals. It's been documented and studied in many different forms. For example, tall poppy syndrome. This is a term commonly used in Australia, but also studied in the Canadian workplace. It refers to the expectation that poppies, which are flowers, also meaning people in this case, should grow together at the same rate. And if one grows too tall, it's cut down in order to stay the same as others. The findings are that people tend to cut down tall poppies or people due to their own insecurities. This causes the tall poppy to shrink so as not to experience the pain. Another commonly used example is the crabs in the bucket mentality. This is true of both crabs and people. So the theory goes that when you have a bucket of crabs and one tries to crawl its way out into safety, the rest of the crabs will work together to bring them back down and leading to their ultimate demise of all of them. In the human realm, it equates to when one person tries to get ahead or get out of bad circumstances and the other people in their community will work to undermine their self-confidence to keep that person down. And it's often due to envy, jealousy, resentment, competition, or whatever. So think about this with social media comments. If people see that somebody is rising It can trigger a little bit of envy or jealousy in followers or just people scrolling through. And that's when the haters and the trolls come out because they don't like to see others doing what they might want to be doing. So that can be a block to or a fear of success is that you're not ready for all the haters you might get. There's also other reasons why you or I or anyone may have a fear of success. And one is that if you are successful and in the spotlight, you could be exposed as a fraud or an imposter, like you're not worthy to be there. Sometimes this is known as imposter syndrome, which probably also another podcast coming on that in the future. There's also the fear that our relationships may change and that we may be left out or viewed differently by others. And this is really something that can happen and does happen 
but you just have to decide if your goal is worth it. For example, when some lottery winners or maybe professional athletes are interviewed over time, they they might feel like they are isolated and viewed as dollar signs and that their friends and even family treats them differently. And this can lead to loneliness and distress. An example in a non-financial realm is say you or a person decides that they want to get healthy, lose weight but their friends and family are all obese. This can be threatening to both parties. The people around them may feel threatened and want to bring that person back down to feel comfortable about both themselves and uh, the relationships that they have. And the person trying to change is scared that they're going to lose the relationship. One answer to this is when you're trying to change or achieve a new goal, is to surround yourself with people, like-minded people, who want to also achieve the same things. You can't do something you've never done hanging around the atmosphere that you've always been in. It'll be difficult for both parties and you'll feel lonely if you don't have the support of a new group. And that's not to say you discard your old relationships. You can keep them You just need the support of other people who are heading in the direction that you want to go. So the result of the fear of success can ultimately lead to self-sabotaging behaviors. Um, This can show itself in distracting yourself from your goal, procrastination, numbing behaviors. So that can be scrolling on social media, drugs, alcohol, anything to take you back to your comfort zone doing nothing, and just excuses. And believe me, I've done them all. Well, not the drugs. And you probably have too. And now I want to turn the corner just a little bit, and it's another perspective that has really helped me. I don't want to leave it all doom and gloom. I want to give you actionable steps that you may be able to help your way out of your fear of success. I'm going to reference the book Choose Your Story, Change Your Life by Kendra Hall. I highly recommend this book, especially on audio. She is a great storyteller, and that's what we'll go into, is that a lot of times the reasons that we stay stuck is that our subconscious stories that we're telling ourselves. So to set this up, I want you to again think about something that you desire in life, a goal, whether that be weight loss, a better job opportunity, a fulfilling relationship, entrepreneurship, anything. And then think, we've all set New Year's goals around these things, and yet, really, why don't we achieve them? This may be the answer. When we think back on our goals, we can usually recognize a series of events that we think take place. We have this goal. Let's say it's, I want to lose weight, or resolution. So then we think of the sequence of events that happens afterwards. There's one morning, the alarm goes off. That's the event. Then there's a response. We press news. And then there's a result. We don't wake up in time to do our workout, go along our day, and then eventually we don't reach our goal. And so nothing changes in our life, ultimately. However, as Kendra points out, There's actually a silent missing step between the event and the response. 
And that's the instant unconscious story we are recalling. So whenever you bump into the results that you don't want, but you always seem to get, realize it's a silent story blocking it. When you know you're doing things that you don't want to do, but you feel helpless to control it, it's not the behavior that holds you back. It's the story triggered before the behavior. I'm going to give you a couple of examples from my own life, some stories that I recalled. But as you listen to them, I want you to think of some stories that you may be telling yourself. So in this topic, the fear of success, I've noticed that whenever I have a green light to say speak on something that I'm knowledgeable and experienced in, my automatic instinct is to turn it down. So in this scenario, the event is I get an email or a call with an offer. My response is to turn it down. And the result is to not get the opportunity that would advance my career. So one story that I was able to recall was from third grade in Miss Dustin's class. And let me set the stage for you a little bit. I was a child who wanted to find something I was really good at. And that for me was academics. I coveted that gold star. I wanted the teachers to love me. That was just what I was all about. So this one day in third grade, uh, Miss Dustin, she asked a question and my, my hand shot up like it always does. And Mrs. Dustin looked at me and scolded me and saying, Carrie, you don't need to show off. Everyone knows you know the answer. You need to let other people have a chance. And with this, my heart and my hand fell and I was washed with shame. Shame that I hadn't taken into account my classmates and that I was taking away their time to shine. So the invisible story I tell myself when I have opportunities arise is that you're being self I'm being selfish. If I get this, there'll be less opportunity for others. And although on the conscious level, I don't believe this. I believe in abundance and that there's more than enough for everyone. That's not what my internal silent story is telling me. So when this comes up, I've just trained myself to think about another story. I find another story in my life where when I took an opportunity everyone benefited. It doesn't erase the old story. It's just a new opportunity to put in a new story. And here's another personal example. But again, I want you to think of your own story. I've always been a dreamer and I've wanted big things for myself and for others. But I have a story that I don't deserve them. So here's an old story that I uncovered that may be blocking my dreams. I was in, I believe, fifth grade, and my family and I had spent the day at the Oregon coast, and we were driving back over the mountains, and we're going to stop at a donut shop. I was so excited because I'd been waiting for these, and I was hungry. So we go into the shop, and we're all looking at the donuts. They were in a glass case, and I had my little belly pressed up against them. So when it came to be my turn... The owner looked at me and said, looks like you've already had enough donuts. The heat of shame again burned through me and I dropped my head. The owner laughed and he said, no, what will you have? And I, I looked down and I said, nothing, I'm not hungry. And I went out to the car in total shame. 
And just in case I didn't make it clear from that story, I said my little belly. No, it wasn't quite so little. I was pretty chunky at that time and already self-conscious. But that donut shop owner, I'm sure he didn't mean anything by it. You know, it was just a passing comment. But to me, it was seared in my memory, that little snapshot of time. And it comes up over and over. But, I mean, you can't get stuck in that. I, I know that story that comes up, so now I have to tell myself a new story. When I have a dream or opportunities arise, I have to remind myself of a time when I succeeded that I was worthy of having something that I wanted. And what happens over time is that we learn to play it safe, play small, because those stories are running in our background and they work to dim our light. But I'm encouraging you to look at your stories, uncover them, and tell yourself a new story to let your light shine. The world needs it. We need you. We need you to shine for everyone else. I know some of you can remember the song we sang in Sunday school. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. And I hope that's what you do. So I'm going to close this episode with a quote from the book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, by Susan Jeffers, PhD. And P.S., I highly recommend this book as well. The quote goes, People who refuse to take risks live with a feeling of dread that is far more severe than they would feel if they took the risks necessary to make them less helpless, only they don't know it. So I'm asking you, please don't be a person who is waiting for the other shoe to drop. Go after your success. And bringing it back to the initial quote of the episode, the tragedy of life is not that it ends too soon, but that we wait so long to begin it. So what I'm encouraging you to do is... Change your story, change your life. Thank you for listening to the Beacons of Bravery podcast. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you would go and rate and review the show and also share it with somebody who you think would benefit from listening to the message. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram or you can email me at beaconsofbravery at gmail.com. I hope something that you heard today will help you go out and live a more joy-filled, inspired life. Don't keep playing it safe. Be brave today. And of course, a huge shout out to Steve Denny for providing the music for this podcast.